stories of innovation and success from the vibrant communities of rural Nova Scotia. This is Ignited. Hey there, welcome to Ignited the Podcast, where we celebrate innovation and rural success. I'm Wade Cleveland of Ignite, a rural innovation hub that brings together startups and industry, youth and community with the goal of making an impact on rural communities everywhere. We're at part two of a series delving into the mind of an entrepreneur, some of the mental tools they need to acquire, and some things they may need to overcome on their journey. I'm again joined by Michelle Hurlbert of 3D Life Inc. Michelle is a mentor and coach who works primarily with women entrepreneurs and leaders. On this episode, we tackle the subject of leadership, what makes a good leader, how to become a better leader, and some of the issues leaders deal with. Thank you very much for being here again, Michelle. I really appreciate this. My pleasure, Wade. I'm I'm super excited about the conversation we're going to have today. To be fair, what you do is designed to help leaders become better leaders with 3D Life, really. Right, exactly. So in your mind, what does make a great or even a good leader? What are those traits? Most of it comes back to who you are as a human being. And sometimes that gets lost in the fray of all of the things that as a leader you're responsible for and so when I talk about being a leader I mean people who have a business whether you identify as a leader or not in your business because maybe you're a solopreneur and you think well in order to be a leader I need a team of people because leadership is yes about leading others but it's also about from a 3D life perspective leading yourself and so I really at the very ground level when people work with me, we really dig into who are you and who do you want to be as a leader? Um, role model leadership, servant leadership, um, making the impact you want to make in your business, again, whether you're a solopreneur or not, requires a certain amount of leadership within yourself as much as it does outside of yourself and the action you're taking to move your business forward. Is a leader made or is a leader born? I know a lot of people have natural skills, and you, you can find those people, for example, at, at any given party or networking event. You can find those people perhaps with charisma, and maybe they are natural leaders. But anybody can certainly acquire some skills to become a better leader, right? Absolutely. It's an age-old question. Uh, you know, nurture versus nature. Are leaders born? Are they made? I believe that it's a combination of the two, that there's an integration of your experiences and your upbringing and your education and the opportunities you've had as you're maturing to show your leadership skills. And on the flip side of that, there are also skills that you can learn. Some people will argue that leadership is natural and it comes naturally. But when we look at child development and the nurturing piece of being a child and growing up in an environment that supports and provides opportunities to show up more assertively or leading others, and that could be you know, being the captain of a baseball team. Those are leadership opportunities that we sometimes don't recognize as such and how they impact us as we move forward in our businesses and in our organizations as a leader. So yes, you can be nurtured into, or you could be trained into being a better or great leader, but there are also some really human development pieces that come into play. Not necessarily that maybe you're born with, 
but as you grow and, and get older that you're going to have show up in your leadership as an adult. You can be a leader and not necessarily have a title. Correct. Uh, lots of people think the title makes a leader and it doesn't. I'm very firm about that. There are qualities and characteristics that come along with being a leader that doesn't require you be the CEO or the supervisor. There are leaders among volunteer groups. There are leaders in unexpected places. If someone is willing and able to show up and guide and direct and move people forward toward a common goal, toward a common vision, working together as a team, if we're talking about teams at this point, whether and again, whether that's in volunteer or baseball or in business, you have people who will naturally, and I, and I use naturally very carefully, but who will step up and who will say, okay, this is what we need to do. This is where we. This is where we're at, and this is where we need to go. Let's get on it. That doesn't require a title. It requires good human skills, and it requires clarity, knowledge of what it is the task or whatever it is that you're working on together. It requires that you have good, solid knowledge of that and good people skills. And that leads me very nicely into the second bit of what I was going to mention, that, of course, this whole series is called Inside the Mind of an Entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs are an interesting bunch. Uh, They're kind of a, a unique bunch because they're kind of stepping forward. They're stepping up. But sometimes I think a lot of entrepreneurs, and I I run into this because a lot of entrepreneurs are beginning on their own. They are literally that solopreneur that you mentioned. So they're stepping up and they're not realizing that among the things that they're going to have to deal with, you know, they have an idea. And that's always where it starts. And you get excited about that idea. So two different things that often entrepreneurs aren't prepared for is one, administration and doing actual paperwork and that kind of thing because that's not what you're thinking about. The other part is that leadership bit because if you're a solopreneur or even within a very small team of a group of people who have put something together, A, you're in the spotlight. There's going to be some some pressures there and those are leadership pressures without question. And B, it's quite likely you're going to end up in some kind of a leadership role to some degree or other. Definitely. Even going to a networking event, you're the leader. Walking into that event, you're the leader of your business. You're the one, you're the voice of your business. You're the one who's representing your business. So if you are a solopreneur, taking on the identity of I'm a leader here too, not just a business owner, just quote unquote, I also have leadership responsibilities, like you said, the administrative pieces where we don't think about all of the paperwork and all of the those bookkeeping pieces that need to go along with it because that's not the exciting stuff. That's the stuff that, eh, it's not so much fun. As a leader of your business, you really need to consider what are the parts of this that are going to require me to show up, be responsible, And especially as a solopreneur, how am I finding inspiration in what I'm doing to inspire my leadership in this business? Um, Because being an entrepreneur isn't, it's fun, it's exciting, it's new, especially when you're starting out and you're meeting new people and you're getting all of these ideas and being a leader of your business also requires that you are discerning. You're able to say, okay, all of this information that's out there, all of this support and help that's out there that I can access, 
what actually works for me and my business that I need to take in and what can I let go of? What can I just say, okay, I don't need to do it all, but I need to do these really important pieces that will move my business and myself forward. So leadership is a huge part of being a business owner, being a solopreneur and getting started or whether you're getting started or whether you're 10 years in, leadership is an absolute necessity. We've talked before, we've touched quickly upon, you know, having those skills and we'll talk about that a little bit, but I can see some downfalls even in what you were talking about. And for example, the feeling that, okay, I'm the leader now, everything falls on my shoulders, so I have to do everything. And I think that that's one of those things that I see entrepreneurs falling into, those traps, because without a support network, you're not going to succeed. But uh, if you put everything on yourself, you're going to collapse under the weight of all that. Absolutely. And, and I've been there. When I have started out, I thought I had to do it all. You know, I had a great support network um, here at Ignite. I had some other business friends like outside of, of Ignite that I was able to touch base with and draw support from. But in the grand scheme of things, it really came down to my own inner leadership. What was I telling myself? What were my expectations on myself? And what was getting in my way of thinking that I didn't have to do it all? We want to succeed, like we don't want to fail at business. We want it to, because we have a great, we have great ideas. We want things to be successful because we want to make the impact. We want to make the difference that we know our product or our service is going to provide. This is where the leadership comes in, that inner leadership piece comes in because as human beings, we all have doubts. We all have fears, especially if we're thinking, and this is in my case, I was coming from an education career, an education background. I don't have a business background. So all of that administrative paperwork, quote unquote, boring, not fun stuff, I didn't pay enough attention to in the beginning because I was just excited to get my idea and my business off the ground and do the work I love to do. So it really comes back to being able to lead yourself and make decisions decisive decisions be really clear on what do I need as a business owner as a solopreneur what does my business need me to be as well or who does my business need me to be because if we're trying to do it all and we're not necessarily clear on what the right things are that are going to move us forward in a way that doesn't deplete our own energy our motivation, our inspiration, that's really a very key piece to keeping going and persevering and persisting through the challenges that are going to come up in business regardless. That's why it's so important that you're clear on who you are and who you want to be in your business, for your business. I want to tell you about our Igniting Women in Business series at Ignite, providing rural women entrepreneurs an opportunity to connect, learn, and build their network through a series of initiatives, including a speaker series, young women in business galas, and a business retreat. We hope to inspire and empower diverse rural women in business across Nova Scotia. The sessions offer a space for women to discuss challenges that are faced by rural women in entrepreneurship, with opportunities to learn, network, and socialize. Women supporting women is a powerful thing. For more information on igniting women in business and to sign up for our events newsletter, 
visit igniteatlantic.com. That's kind of interesting because, of course, one of the things I see a lot when I'm seeing your stuff with the 3D Life is it starts with you. And it really does that, that ability to kind of see what you're good at and what you're not good at, first off. But to not be afraid to admit that there's something you don't know. Because, again, that's one of the traps, I think, that sometimes you see people who want to be a leader or perceive themselves as being one fall into is, well, I'm the leader. I've got to know everything. Yeah. So backwards yeah (laughs) because leader good solid leadership is human so good solid leadership is i'm connected with others i can ask for help i can delegate i can focus on my strengths as a leader for myself and for my business but if it's something if there are things that i'm not as good at which we all have gaps we all have quote-unquote weaknesses one of the mistakes we fall into is putting too much time and attention into what we're not good at instead of focusing on our strengths. That's leadership. So starting with you and being really clear on what skills and characteristics and qualities you already have first and using those to move your business forward, to talk to the people that you need need to talk to, to combat or to challenge the self-doubts or the fears that you have are really key. I know that I'm never going to be a super great marketer. I love to go on and on. I have, I'm long-winded. I'm never going to be fantastic at that. I can work on it, but if I spend too much time there, I waste a lot of time not doing other things that I'm better at and that my business needs more of. So being aware of those pieces, that those strengths, those key characteristics and skills that you already have, where do they show up in your business? Where do you draw on them from? And then where can you ask for help? That's leadership. That makes perfect sense. But how does one get past that and have the clarity? How does one develop the clarity to be able to look at yourself, figure out, okay, I'm good at this, I'm bad at this. Is it a matter of taking that time having a quiet time and literally doing almost the pros and cons or the I'm good at this, I'm not good at this. How has that developed? That's a great question. So one of the first things that I do with my clients is we talk about what's your big picture. If there was nothing in the way, if there were no obstacles, money wasn't an issue, whatever, where would you be in 12 months or five years with your business? What do you want to be happening? What do you want to see, hear, feel going on around you? What's your business doing? Like we get really clear on that big picture. It's like allow yourself to dream. No holds barred, just go for it. Don't think of how any of that dream or that big picture imagination is going to happen. Just allow yourself to dream it. And then we look at, okay, what parts of that are already happening? What do you need in order to bring? So we get into that design phase. So we get really clear, we define it, and then we get really clear on, okay, what actions could happen to move you closer to that? We don't focus on everything all at the same time. We pick one thing and we work on that. We work toward that. Another key piece is we can think ourselves into, I don't know, uh, I want to say we can think ourselves into franticness. We can think ourselves into doom and gloom. Um, So looking at and being honest with yourself, being open and honest with yourself about your strengths, and uh, this is something that we do together as well at 3D Life Inc., 
what are your characteristics? What are the strengths that you come, that you bring to your business? And ask for feedback. Ask other people who know you well. What would you say are my strongest qualities? Or what, what would you say are my strengths? Or what are my positive qualities in your opinion? Where do you think I could improve? It's really important to know the strengths. It's also important and valuable to know what the gaps are because then you know what you don't need to necessarily focus on as much. And that could be a whole other conversation. But um, <laughs> but getting other people's perspective on you is really important as well. So asking people you trust will tell you straight and honestly um, and respectfully, kindly, hopefully, um, is, is an important part too because we have our own self-perceptions and we have our own self-judgments. And so sometimes they, we can be short-sighted on ourselves, with ourselves. So asking for others' feedback is important too. Yeah, and you can be short-sighted in both ways. Yes. You can, you can look at yourself with rose-colored glasses. Oh, yes. Or you can look at yourself in a very negative way because negative talk is dangerous. Sometimes so is the positive. Yes. When they're in extremes. Yeah, there is an extreme. There's a toxic positivity that we can have. When we talk to ourselves and say, I'm the best, I'm great, I'm, I can do all of this, but we don't acknowledge, but it's really hard and it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. So there's a balance there that yes, believe in yourself and give yourself positive reinforcement, but also acknowledge when times are hard and it's not going as well as you thought it was or that you're feeling disappointed about something or discouraged about something else. Acknowledging those pieces keeps you a little more even. Going to the other extreme, like wallowing or diving into that disappointment or that discouragement and getting stuck there without any of that positive balance. You know, I'm really discouraged about this. I don't know how I'm going to get there yet. Using yet is really powerful. Balances out that feeling of disappointment or discouragement because it's we're human we have feelings if stuffing all of the feelings down and all of the quote-unquote negative stuff down isn't going to help you move forward in the ways that your business needs you to so really toxic positivity where nothing's ever wrong is not going to work but getting stuck in the negative and self-talk none of that is motivating either so it's really important to be real about it and and be true and open and honest about what your experience is. The last conversation that we had when we were talking about fear, we were talking about things like uh, imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And that can certainly be a big part of, of what a leader has to deal with is that feeling that, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me and I don't know what to do. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fraud. I don't, know, I don't know what this is supposed to be. But when we think that other people believe or feel that we are supposed to have all the answers. Whether that's a real perception or not, we can make that up in our minds quite easily. That I have to prove, I have to show, I have to, I have to be the one that knows the answer because if I ask somebody else, then I feel like I don't know my stuff. What are they going to think of me? That's where we get into trouble. And so leading yourself, that inner self, as effectively as you show up for your business and doing all of the business actions and activities that make the business more successful, it's like a partnership. You are separate from your business. Your business is its own entity, so to speak, and your partners. So the leader in you needs to show up for your business, but 
your business then gets to show up for you when you do. How does one get there? Are there exercises one can do? How does this work? Is it things like meditation? Is it uh, conversations with others? Is it having the strength to make sure that your support network is there for you? What's it take? It can be any or all of the above. It depends on what works for you and what's, what's important to you. I like to have conversations with people. I like to engage with people and talk. So it's important for me as a business owner to have a circle of support, to have other women in business or other people in business who know what it's like. So engaging with others is important for me. But it's also important for me to have my alone time, to have my introspective reflection time, because I also need to get in touch with what I want and remember what I'm doing this for. So being really clear on even why you're doing it. What is the grand intention? What is the big, you know, dreamy vision of what your business is bringing into the world or what, how you're making an impact with it? What's that? It really depends on, on who you are. Meditation works for many people. It's not for everyone. So being clear on that piece too, like what do I need in order to support myself to be the leader I want to be in my business? And who can I connect with? Who do I engage with that will help keep me grounded but also help motivate and inspire me, especially when you have those days where you're like, Ugh, I need some inspiration. I need somebody to connect with and, and talk to. Just before we started recording this, I was on my own social media on LinkedIn and a guy asked to be my friend to, to connect up. And the first thing that he had posted was on leadership. And I thought it was really interesting and it kind of it kind of stopped me because what it was was an infographic that was developed by Bain & Company is the name of the company. They had three years worth of research about leadership, and they came up with 33 characteristics. Now, we're not going to get into 33 characteristics here, but it is kind of interesting because the shape of the infographic is kind of like a flower with four petals. In the center, in the middle, is centeredness. I very much agree that that's where leadership comes from. It comes from within. But the other four, the four petals are, one, leading the team, which is your formal leadership skills. Two, connecting with others, how you connect with others one-on-one. -on -one. Three is developing inner resources, how you lead or handle yourself. And four is setting the tone, which is how you work in groups when you're not necessarily the formal leader. And actually, that kind of makes sense to me. Yes, absolutely. With leadership, there are lots of aspects that come into and lots of factors that play into being a leader. That's a great breakdown. I look at entrepreneurs as having opportunities within each and every one of those quadrants or those pedals. And again, that centeredness piece is that it comes back to you and how you're leading yourself, which is at the foundation of everything you're going to do in your life, whether that's in business or in relationships or anywhere else. How you show up in the world all depends on who you are and how you want to show up or who you want to be. There are lots of characteristics and, and skills that go into leadership. The danger or the, the caution, I guess, that I talk to my clients about is try not to be too perfect as well because being a perfect leader is not leadership. Leadership is about being a role model, is about showing up for others and for yourself in sustainable ways. You want to show people how 
to connect with others, how you relate to them, how you engage with them, how you show up for yourself. So that could be in any number of ways, whether that's how you talk to yourself out loud. Um, I talk out loud to myself sometimes. Um, I do too. <laughs> yeah, lots of the time it stays inside. But um, you're modeling, again, even that quadrant that said about how do you show up in a group when you're not the leader. There are lots of ways to, to being a leader, but perfect isn't one of them because you want others to feel like they can approach you. You want others to feel that, that you're down to earth enough that if they make a mistake, that they're going to be okay coming to you and saying, hey, look, Wade, I screwed up. And not worry about, say, for example, a big blow-up reaction or that you're not going to understand. Yeah, we make mistakes. How do we repair this? How do we make this work? So if somebody wants to reach out to you and maybe they want to become a better leader and they want to find out what 3D Life has to offer, how do they do that? They can visit my website. It's 3dlifeinc.com, and I'm sure that that'll show up in the show notes. Um, but, yeah, 3dlifeinc.com, and you can check out the site there, and you can book a call. It definitely will show up in the show notes. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much for this. I, I look forward to the next one. The next one's going to be about building relationships. Wonderful. Looking forward to it. And here come the show notes. If you want to reach out to Michelle, her website is 3dlifeinc.com, and that's the number three. You can also follow her on Facebook as 3D Life Inc. and on LinkedIn as Michelle Hurlbert. To find out more about rural innovation and what Ignite does, check out igniteatlantic.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed to Ignited, shared us with your friends, and gave us a good review. And we'd love to hear from you. Any comments or suggestions about the podcast or who you'd like to hear on it are most welcome. Drop me a line. Our website again is igniteatlantic.com. My email is wade, W-A-D-E, at igniteatlantic.com. I'm Wade Cleveland. Thanks for listening. Talk soon.